Thunderbirds, I think we are a go. Let's see here. This is what happens. Ooh. There we go. Okay. Thunderbirds, we are a go. All right. Hey, everybody. Welcome to My Seminary Life Live, coming to you from the KOCP studio, my house. I'm your host, Brandon Knight, and thank you all for taking some time out of your uh, Thursday nights to hang out with me. This is uh, the first time we've ever done one of these hangout events, which is why I'm bumbling, stumbling my way through how to do a Facebook Live video. I think this is working. It is. It does say live up in the corner, so I'm just going to assume that means that this is going live right now. What else would that mean? Uh yeah, so this is uh, something we're trying out for the very first time here on the show. Just a hangout session. We're going to talk about some things that are uh, going on in the real world, things that are going on here on the show. And then also, there is a big announcement. Yes, there is a big announcement coming up here at the end of the show. Until the end of the show, I'm trying to see if I can see that this is live anywhere. Because that's just kind of weird if it is. Uh, doo -doo -doo. Anyway, I'm just going to assume it is. But yeah, we got a big announcement coming here at the end of the show. So please stick around until the very end to find out uh, something very exciting going on here in my uh, in the my seminary life universe something very exciting going on in the my seminary life universe I'm already gonna squash one rumor that I saw uh, somebody said uh, somebody commented that is this going to be the announcement of baby number two and it's not that it is not baby number two but before we uh, get on with this please make sure that you are sharing this video around hit those likes and hearts and other things and please leave a comment in the comment section we'll start off with this who do you think is going to win the big game who do you think is going to win the big game because we can't say the actual word i was talking to someone the other day that i thought it's kind of weird that we can say world series stanley cup wrestlemania that's the one i figured people would make me pay for to say but for for the big game the NFL will sue me if I say that word. But who do you think is going to win the big game? Drop into the comments and let me know what you think. I um, I used to be a really big. I used to be really big in the football. I kept up with in high school with the New England Patriots. That was like my that was my team back in the day, and I yeah that was during the time of like. Oh, who was it? It was, it was um, Tom Brady, Wes Welker, Randy Moss, just like all-star team of people doing the things, doing the football. And I, uh, there we go. Ooh, even more of a screen. There we go. That's even better. Learning as I'm doing this. <laughs> you know, you just completely blow off the whole the whole uh, test it beforehand thing, right? 
Anymore, though, I don't really keep up with a team with football anymore. I, uh, I more so just keep up with individual... I don't even keep up with individual players. Like, I did do fantasy football this year, but anymore, I just find it so enjoyable just to sit and watch a team play teams play rather than like trying to um yeah rather than trying to like there's this feeling that pressure of like oh man i hope my team does really well you know that that like additional stress i don't need all that additional stress in my life you know so just to like enjoy watching a football game just enjoy watching people who can do a sport really well and a lot better than i can ever and get paid a lot of money to do it like i'm all for it like you go you go make your money, man. Like, you go play your game and play your game well, buddy. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> I don't really keep up with teams anymore. So, honestly, when it comes to the big game, I just hope everybody has fun. <laughs> honestly. Like, I just just hope everyone... I know everyone hates that answer, which, if I must pick, if I must pick a uh, a, a team, then I am going to say that based off of uniforms, I'm going to go with the Eagles. I think the Eagles, I've always liked the color of the Eagles jerseys, so I'm going to choose that team. I'm going to choose that team uh, for the Super Bowl, but oops, don't tell the NFL. But but yes, going to choose the Eagles, but honestly, I hope everyone just has a good time. I hope everyone has fun, and I hope you're having fun as we do this first ever live stream. The... uh, you know, some content creators, some podcasters, this is like a normal part of their content variety pack. Um, my one friend, Joe, he his show, Kingdom on the Road, one of his shows, Kingdom on the Road, that's all it is. It's a live stream show. That's all that it is. Not trying to demean it at all. That was a poor choice of words, but that's what he does. That's what it is. It's a live stream show here on the Facebook. And... Um, I think, and so what I'm trying to do with this is hopefully uh, make this a an occasional special event. Not anything uh, happening all of the time, but, you know, happening every once in a while. That's what I'm hoping for. Nothing too crazy. Every once in a while, we're just going to hang out, talk current events, maybe have a, a, significant, a significant conversation, a significant uh, event that we're going to talk about. And move on from there. Just something fun to do every once in a while. Along with the big game, obviously, that comes with big game ads. Uh, you know, the, the, the commercials. It's half the reason we watch the game. It's the majority of the reason why people watch the game, honestly. And <laughs> I haven't really heard much ahead of time for com- commercials this year. If, you've got a, if you have heard of something, please uh, drop it in the comments and let me know if you've seen any uh, information about commercials coming out this year i i saw gronkowski is kicking a field goal for one of those betting apps i don't know which one it's not bet mgm it's whichever one is blue great marketing <laughs> i know i don't know the name but i know it's like associated with the color blue colors apparently really stand out to me 
So I know that's a thing. I think Miller and Coors are doing some type of like commercial rivalry thing. And then the big one, or at least the big one that caught my attention is we're supposed to get a trailer for the Marvels. So, which is the follow-up to Captain Marvel, the follow-up to Ms. Marvel. Uh, I'm, I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful for that one. I liked Captain Marvel. I liked the movie Captain Marvel, which I know is not a popular opinion, but I did. I really liked it. That's probably a, uh, it's probably a top 10 for me, honestly, when it comes to the MCU films. So I would say that, and then, uh, Ms. Marvel, it was, I think the best part about Ms. Marvel was the fact that it came out after Moon Knight, because after the heaviness of Moon Knight going into a low stakes, fun, very, uh, Scott Pilgrim-esque. If you've seen the movie Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, it's the initial like couple of episodes uh, in um, style, really, uh, I thought really resembled that of, of uh, Scott Pilgrim. So I'm optimistic. I know also it's those two, and also Monica Rambeau, who she went by Captain Marvel at one point. I think Photon was her other name? If, if you if you know her other name, drop it in the comments, please. But, uh, yes. So, there's that movie. I'm excited. For, I'm excited to see the trailer for it. We'll see. Hopefully, it sets it up well. I think Rogue is supposed to be in the movie. So, we're finally getting a little bit of X-Men action. About time. Well, I, I think that's it by way of Super Game... Almost said it again, uh, by way of uh, the big game. So now that we're done alienating part of the audience talking about sports, let's move on to a different thing we can alienate part of the con uh, part of the uh, audience with and talk about Valentine's Day. That's coming up. That's on Tuesday. Let's talk about love and romance for a second. Oh yeah. Um, one of my uh, drop in the comments. What are you doing? For Valentine's Day this year. By the way, for all of you watching this on replay later or listening to the podcast version of this next week, sorry you're missing out on all the uh, community building activities that are going on over here. We'll try to, I'll try to market these better next time, get get some more eyes on the product next time. But um, looking at Valentine's Day now. So Valentine's Day, at least for Claire and I, has... It's never, for the exception of our first Valentine's Day, has never really been, like, a big deal for us. I know some people, and if you're one of these people, well, yeah, it's fine. You do you. But there are some people who are like, I don't need a day to tell somebody that I love them. That's fine. If that's you, fine. That's cool. Uh, as for... As for me and Claire, I it kind of became more of a, like, oh, hey, we should go out and do, like, it's a very intentional reminder of, like, hey, we should plan to go out and do something. Especially now that we have a kid, it's like, yeah, we need to get out of the house for a bit. Let's do this. So, that's usually, usually it's just, like, we're going to go out, do something we find enjoyable. I think one year we just went to our local Whole Foods and walked around because Whole Foods is fun to walk around, if I'm being honest. 
This year, we are going to get tacos because it's Tuesday. It's a Valentine's Day. It's on a Tuesday. So we're going to go get tacos and enjoy each other's company. It's usually the place that we like going to. They have $2, $2 tacos on Tuesdays. And she gets steak because they're a little bit more like authentic with like cilantro and onion and all that stuff. And I usually get chicken because it's swimming in cheese and it's delicious. So we'll get tacos, and then afterwards we're going to go see the new M. Night Shyamalan film, Knock at the Cabin, because it definitely looks like a very romantic film to watch. Because when I see Dave Bautista in a movie, I think romance. Claire's actually a really big Shyamalan fan. You would maybe expect the very geeky guy to be into his movies, but it's actually Claire who's super into M. Night Shyamalan films. We saw Old together. That was the first one we saw together. And she's seen... I don't know if she has seen all of his movies, but she's seen quite a few. It's that whole... You know how he is. It's There's always a somewhat logical, kind of rational explanation. Not like total Scooby-Doo, take the plastic mask off the guy and he's just a normal person. But there's usually like that logical explanation at the end of his movies, and she likes that part. It's... Um, I think it that murder mystery, like, what is it, you know, who done it type of thing, I think it clicks in her brain of, like, trying to solve a puzzle type of thing. So so we're going to go see that. That'll be fun. The, the only Valentine's Day we ever had, like, a, like a really fancy one was our very first one, which was, uh, it was only because both of us had never been in a relationship around Valentine's Day, so we thought, let's go ahead, we'll do the big fancy Valentine's Day date at least once in our life, right? So we got dressed up. I got her a big bouquet of flowers. We went to a nice steak ha steak restaurant. And then uh, we watched Empire Strikes Back because we just can't help ourselves. Anyway, so yeah, that's, that's our Valentine's Day plans. Again, if you want to drop it in the comments what you're doing, even if you're just, you know, if you're just staying home, eating a bag of candy, watching a movie... That's still doing something. So let me know what you're doing for Valentine's Day. As you're doing that, let's transition now to March. Speaking of movies, have you seen all of the movies coming out in the month of March? Good night. I think there was like seven or eight movies that caught my attention of like, yep, I want to go see that. That looks good too. Thankfully, my birthday is in March and it's actually my golden birthday this year. So hopefully everybody will just take me to the movies to celebrate. Uh, I, we are making plans for one. I'm going to talk about that one here in a second. Of all of the movies, I'm trying to think what the rundown is. It's Creed 3, Scream 6, 65, John Wick Chapter 4, Shazam Fury of the Gods, Dungeons and Dragons. I feel like I'm missing. I feel like I'm missing a few. If you can think of other movies that you're excited for. If you're excited for a movie in the month of March, drop it. Put it in the comments, please. And, and so there's just a lot. I feel like I'm forgetting something very obvious. And initially, as those were all come as the list of all those movies were coming out. Creed 3 was the one that really caught my attention at first. I've enjoyed, I, I like the, Rock, I love the Rocky movies. I've enjoyed the Creed films so far. And to get a movie with Michael B. Jordan and Jonathan Majors in it, yes, please. I am very excited for that fight because that looks like a very believable brawl. Uh, but be that as it may, the more 
day by day and with each passing moment, as there are more trailers coming out for Scream 6, that is by far the movie I am most excited for next month that and that is the one that i am uh planning on i'm already making plans with people to at least see that one next month it's just oh my word it's exhilarating that looks exhilarating <laughs> forget fast x like that, that movie looked exhilarating um yeah it's gonna be a lot of fun so i'm open to also see of all of them I think my third pick would be Dungeons and Dragons because I'm a simp for Chris Pine. Like you put Chris Pine in anything and it, it looks, I, I, I will, I will sit there and watch it. It's, he's just so good. He is so good in everything. All right. Let's talk a little bit now about what's coming up on the show. What's some things going on on the show that you need to be aware of. So this Saturday starts the brand new series the final class that I have to take in seminary, local church ministry. A class designed to talk about all of the um, very present things that churches have to wrestle with. Politics, multi-generational ministry, social justice, um, the list goes on and on. It's been, it's been a lot. Each week has been several different things that we have had to focus on and talk about immigration, um, LGBTQ plus community. It's just, it's been a lot. We're not going to be able to pack everything in in six episodes. And so it's starting this Saturday and we're going to talk about multi-generational ministry, what it looks like to for a church to minister to a congregation that could have anywhere between the silent generation all the way to Gen Alpha. There are a lot of generations and speaking broadly, there's a lot of differences with each one as well. And it's important for the church to know how to engage each one with the needs that they have. Particularly with the older generations, because especially baby boomers, I'm going to talk about this more on the episode, especially baby boomers are starting to feel more and more pushed out with the with churches focusing more and more on young, young people, young adult ministries. So it's a really good talk. Come check it out. How to minister multi-generationally. How to think about that when you are ministering in your church context. So there's going to be that. That's going to be running from now until mid-March, I believe. And then Fe February 24th is a Friday and it's going to kick off our Lent mini-series. Trying out a Lent-themed mini-series this year. Fish Fridays, F-R-Y-D-A. YS Fridays. The theme this year is very simple. It's simply what is Lent? What is Lent? What is this thing that people are doing? Why do they have fish fries? What does biblical fasting looks like? What's a punchki? If you're not from the Chicagoland area, what's a punchki? Um, all that and more. I'm waiting to hear back from somebody to uh, schedule an interview with and once I get that uh, once I hear back from them I'm going to release all of the episodes ahead of time uh, on Facebook and Instagram so you can be following along there which reminds me if you are watching this and you have not if you are not following the show on Facebook and Instagram you're missing on regular updates so follow us here follow the show on Instagram at my seminary life pod as well but once I have all of the episodes 
predetermined and pre-picked and lined up. I'm going to release it so that way people kind of know what's going on. But again, we're going to be talking about basically what is this and how can we do it? How can I practice Lent? How can I practice fasting during the Lenten season? A few things kind of got messed up there at the end of January, and because of that, the episode 100 special is currently scheduled to come out mid-March, right around the same time that local church ministry is ending is when when that special episode is going to become out. It is already recorded. Our good friend Joshua Knoll is on the show. Uh, We have a great conversation planned for that one. It's really good. Trust me. And of course, we're off on a thousand rabbit trails while we're doing this episode. Because that's just how we are. But but yes, it's planned for mid-March at this point. And I think that's it by way of show updates, I think. I think that's all I want to talk about. And so, with all of that in mind, it's time. Oh, it's time. Let's talk about a big announcement. Here we go. Speaking of Joshua Knoll, I am excited to announce that I have been booked to speak at an upcoming conference. This is going to be my first ever conference event that I'm going to be speaking at. I'm very excited for it. A lot of people, uh, a conversation that happens sometimes in different podcast communities I'm a part of is, what are you hoping to transition podcasting into? Some people podcast so they can coach or teach classes or to write. For me, I I want to do podcasting so that way I can get into conference speaking and doing live shows. Not live streams like we're doing today, but like in-person live episodes. I think that would be a lot of fun. I have been, for those of us here in the 219, I have been working on a little bit, trying to have a live episode take place somewhere here in the area. Haven't, I, I have turned down by one venue already so just kind of taking it slow got to prioritize and by prioritize I mean I have to finish my class so I'm, I'm finishing my class first before we really put more effort into this um, but yes I'm excited for this opportunity to be a conference speaker I'm scheduled to do four live episodes and devotionals one day uh, it's a three-day conference, and four of those live shows are happening all in the, on one day. This is going to be the inaugural Every Tribe, Denomination, and Tongue Conference with the whole church. So our good friends over there, Joshua Knoll, TJ Blackwell. For those of you unfamiliar with the whole church, their podcast is directed at having conversations with people who are a part of different denominations, different theological backgrounds, for them to learn about what are the differences, what are the differences, when is there similarity, and where can we have community with different groups. So for them, this this conference is really an opportunity to put their money where their mouth is. This is their opportunity to bring a lot of these people from 
different denominations, Greek Orthodox, House Church, Process Theology, Catholic Church, Liturgical Lutheran, Pentecostals, just bring all these different people together to have these live show workshops where we can find community, find similarity, and express our differences and find ways to still love on each other as brothers and sisters in Christ. It's stacked, quite honestly. Systematic Ecology is going to be there. Uh, Ministry Misfits, Buddy Walk with Jesus, halfway there. It's loaded. There's going to be a Greek Orthodox Church service. There's going to be there's going to be a Greek Orthodox Church service. Sorry, I got distracted. Uh, I'm going to be talking about mental health. There's going to be my favorite live show that I'm doing is uh, Josh and I are going to talk about the Catholic, how Tolkien's Catholic faith influenced his writings. That's going to be phenomenal. That's I'm so excited for that one. So if you're interested in learning more or if you would like to attend after this episode, after this live stream ends, I'm going to share the link on Facebook. And for those of you listening to this on the podcast here in a couple days, just go to the description of this episode to find the links for those, uh, for that. Check that out. Check it out. But here's the thing. As excited as I am to do this, there is a catch, and it is this. I am here in the Chicagoland area, and the conference is in Charlotte, North Carolina. And podcasting is not a very lucrative, or at least at this point in time, it's not a very lucrative thing for me to do. But this is... uh, So we're living on one income because I'm a stay-at-home parent and paying school bills and blah, blah, blah. All of that to say, I am calling upon you all. I am calling upon you, the MSL listeners, the friends and family members who are supportive of me because because you are, (laughs) because you're great people. I'm calling on all of you to help me out financially to make this work. Josh and TJ are being very accommodating. They've actually have taken care of my uh, living arrangements, the hotel thing part. They have, they're taking care of that for me, but there's still the matter of food expenses. There's still the matter of travel. And so I'm calling on upon all of you to help, please. I have created a GoFundMe for conference expenses. I will also share the link for that here once this live stream is over and I will share that also or I'll put it in the description for you podcast listeners as well. It's a GoFundMe to raise support so that way I can pull this off. Like I said, I wish I wish I didn't have to do this. Quite honestly, I don't like asking for money. It's just a personal thing. But part of podcasting is calling upon your community for help. That, that, that happens a lot. Uh, if you are invested in the show, if you are invested in me, I would really appreciate it if you would help me out in this way. So the goal for the GoFundMe at this point in time is set at $750, okay? Mainly because 
not really sure exactly how the travel part is going to work out yet. I will say this, whatever is raised is going to go into the show. So if we do all this and there's money left over, I'm not going to like go buy comic books with it, okay? I, it's either going to go directly into the show for buying new equipment, running ads, whatever, or it's going to go into the mouth of my family to help feed us. You know, that type of thing. <laughs> Those type of important things. Either the show or to, you know, pay bills. So, the goal is set at $750 at this point in time. If we hit $750, we'll do another one of these live events to hang out celebrate the fact that we made this goal again anything above and beyond that anything above and beyond that is so helpful anything is going to be very helpful in order to pay pull this off so yes please consider donating it will be very helpful to me and that is it keep in mind i guess i will also say this before we start to wrap this up i uh, keep in mind, donating isn't just to, like, fill a void in my life or, like, to make me feel good. This You're investing in a show that is doing ministry. You're investing in a show that is designed to take, the, take theology and normalize it. For those of you who don't know, Maybe you're watching this for the very first time. I should have said this up front. I'm very befuddled right now because I'm trying to figure out how to do this thing. Um, My Seminary Life is a show where I talk about the stuff I'm studying in grad school right now. Okay, And the reason why I wanted to start this is because I wanted to take the conversations that are happening behind the giant paywall of tuition and bring it to everybody. I think that in a lot of... In a majority of the time, over the course of this show, has been going on for two years now. And if you just, if you're a friend of mine or, or a family member who are, who's just now finding out that I have had a podcast for two years, I forgive you. Anyway, it's the best kept secret. Best kept secret in podcasting. Just ask Josh; <clears throat> he would agree with that. But I wanted to bring these conversations because for the past two years, outside of uh, something here and there. <clears throat> Most of what I've talked about is really applicable for everybody. I think sometimes the church and seminaries, honestly, were doing our flocks a disservice by reserving certain things just for pastors, just for quote-unquote ministry elites, theological elites, whatever you want to call it there. When I really think everyone can grow and benefit from having a more for having a part of their faith that is more intellectually driven i think that i think that is a wise thing for everyone to do and so that's why i'm doing this show is to take these conversations and repackage it in a way that helps everybody that helps everybody grow and to fall more in love with god for fall more in love with Jesus. Have we talked about ministry administration? Yes. Have we talked about like the nuts and bolts of preaching, which is only going to be applicable to very certain people? Yes. But honestly, the majority of the show is attempted to be geared for everybody to grow. 
people are all the time complaining about biblical illiteracy, how people are so easily swayed to and fro by certain, you know, doctrines and people like me who have a podcast and a YouTube channel saying ridiculous things. But for me, this is like, this is part of me trying to speak into this issue of biblical illiteracy, of being tossed to and fro by certain, by unbiblical teachings, by trying to present, trying to present something a little meatier. I think, I think the average Christian can take something a little heartier than milk all the time. I think we can take meat and potatoes a little bit more often than we're actually willing to try. So that's what this is all about. And so for me, yes, it would be really fun to do conference speaking. It would be. It would be really fun to be in front of a whole audience of people and crack jokes and, yeah, hey, everybody, you know, that type of fun stuff. But more importantly, this is an opportunity for me to have conversations about Christians and politics, Christians and mental health. Like these are other other specials I'm doing during the conference to have conversations that I can really speak into that is ministering to a larger audience beyond the few of us who are here right now for this live stream. So again, all of that is to say, you're not just trying to help me check some weird box, some weird goal that I want to do. This is my opportunity to take the show into a new ministry direction, if all else, if anything else. It's a whole new world that I can take the show into. So please consider giving. The conference isn't until uh, mid-May, um, so there's time. And I will share the link to the GoFundMe. Frequently, I might pin it to the Facebook page, so that way you can find it easier. Um, please consider giving tax season. Please consider, I'm sorry, <laughs> I shouldn't have done that. Um, and I think that is it. If you are in the Charlotte area, again, I'll post the link for the website on the Facebook page. So that way you can see uh, a, th a three-day ticket is totally worth it. I mean, the only ticket is a three-day ticket, but <laughs> it's totally worth it. It's a stacked lineup and a lot of great conversations are going to be happening. And I don't know if you're going to be able to find a conference similar to this, if I'm being quite honest. <clears throat> All right. Well, that is it for today's inaugural hangout. Thank you all for hanging out with me. If you enjoyed this, please reach out and say, please, sir, give me some more. We want to hang out with your cool Chicago accent, even if you did a British one there briefly. And if you're listening on the podcast, as always, go into the link in the description to find... Um, Go into the description to find links for the website, the shop. Um, if you ever have an email, if you ever have a question, you can contact the show, email seminarylife at gmail.com or hit me up in the DMs on Facebook and Instagram. And that's it. If you're looking for other ways to support the show, by the way, next time I should write a script. <laughs> Uh, if you're looking for other ways to help financially support the show, honestly, the easiest way is just to listen. <laughs> listen to the show. I run an ad for Anchor, so I get a very small, very small payout from Anchor. But if you, the easiest way is to listen to the show. Like I said, I have a shop if you want to buy a t-shirt, a hat, a coffee mug. There's Roots of Sabbath mugs now. This is my Sabbath mug. 
check it out. It's got the Roots of Sabbath logo on it too. Roots of Sabbath was a very popular series, so go check that out if you found if you uh, enjoyed that series. And or another really easy way to support, financially support the show for specifically on Facebook, not Instagram. On Facebook, just watch the reels. Watch the reels I post. I'm part of a bonus program. Again, it's a really small payout, like Anchor, but it's any little bit helps at this point um, to turn it back into ministry and growing the show. So thank you for listening. Thank you for hanging out with me here. Now I have to try and figure out how to end this thing. Huh. How do you do that? I'll say the end line, and then you can just awkwardly watch me try to... I'm just going to embrace it. You can awkwardly watch me try to end this live stream. Uh, Thank you all for listening. Thank you all for watching. And remember, theology is for everyone. So keep on studying. And now I have to figure out how to end it. How do I do this? Yeah, I am still alive. Do, 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 do.